You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello ladies and gentlemen, it is Phoenix 32.5 FM, this is Nerd to No Basis. You are listening to, of course, the one, the only hub for your nerd content. This week, I'm joined by my co-host, the one, the only, Kino Calicon. How are you doing? Hello, I am phoning in from abroad. I'm on holiday at the moment, but I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. I'd, I'd never miss a show if I could help it. You're a man on the ground. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm the Kent Brockman of this operation I mean this is funny this is like a couple of years ago when I was over in England for when we did the Star Wars um, Star Wars bingo mm. oh yeah we were like spot on I have to say we were like 100% ahead of the curve there so I'm, I'm looking forward to a new Star Wars thing coming out so we can do bingo about it again oh uh, I am I, what was it Daisy Wrigley went back mm. up on Instagram recently yeah. So um, I'm like, oh, does this mean they're going to like undo the trilogy? Yeah, okay. actually, I mean, I know we're going to, this is, by the way, this is our vampire themed episode. Can't it is our vampire. But, uh, <laughs> but, it's uh, vampires yeah, in Star Wars. actually, it's, I feel really bad for Daisy Ridley because like it's, she only just turned 30. She's younger than me. And the entire internet has like bullied her for existing for like the past six years. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm glad that she's kind of, you know, this doesn't seem to have slowed down her career or anything like that, because I wouldn't like all those sort of Star Wars stuff to be laid at the feet of one person, especially if it's an actor, you know? There's only one person that it should be laid at, at the feet of, and that's J.J. Abrams. And that's it. They obviously don't bully J.J. Abrams, but don't support him. Like, it's, he, is a ter- he ruins franchises. The man just goes from franchise to franchise and either makes, either makes a new hope or else hire somebody to do a better job. Like, I really like his production house, Bad Robot. Yeah, but... the, the I'm a huge fan of the Cloverfield series. Oh, and um, the new Mission Impossible movies, they're unreal. They're, like, some of my favorite movies. But, mm. man, he cannot do Star Trek, and he really... Well, the first Star Trek has one bad, but then it kind of went to hell, and he cannot do Star Wars. So, I mean, mm. you know, obviously it's our Vampire Team episode, so we are <laughs> going to get to that. I'm going to control myself. Um, but, yeah, so... It's good to have you on, man. It's uh, we decided, considering the fact that I was the two of us, and there isn't really like loads of news. Mm. Um, we're gonna kind of actually have a, a semi show plan this week. Yeah, well, we're gonna have a show concept. So I wouldn't go so far as to call it a plan. We're gonna have a meander through a theme because I have been very excited to hear your thought thoughts, even on Morbius, the new yes. Marvel kinda movie 
by Sony. It is a Marvel. Uh, it is a Marvel movie. It's just a, a, a horrendous 2005 Marvel movie from the. There depths. are like five asterisks over the Marvel logo, in regards to Morbius. They're really trying to be like they're really trying to force it in, going, "Hey, look, we're 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 Marvel too, you guys. Come on, come on." We're like people too. are debating whether Agents of Shield is canon, and that's more Marvel than you know Venom and Morbius. Well, see, Venom, I didn't mind too much because it had soul, and it kind yeah. of felt like it could fit in there. But this one, I mean, you've seen it, right? No, I have been deliberately not seeing it because I've been really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. I saw oh, Sonic wow. 2 instead and we covered it last week. Oh, Sonic 2 is wonderful. What a great time that movie is. So happy. <laughs> they even went sh- shadow at the end. Oh, man, stop. Brilliant. Oh, I know. Brilliant. It was my... I think I said this in the last episode, but I'll recap quickly. It was my daughter's first cinema experience and she said oh. her favourite part of the movie was when Eggman got a friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so sweet? And never mind all the kind of like, you know, cynicism of Sonic. I like that a movie can give that to a young kid. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, like I went to go see it a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, I thought it was great. Honestly, I thought it was really good. Funny, the same day, um, because I was actually on a date. And after that was over, there was a gig on in Fibbers. But it was like something like five hours in between the distance. And I'm like, but there's nothing else to do. I might as well go see Morbius. <laughs> so, you know what? That is the most honest review of Morbius that I've ever heard. I no, might as well go see it. I, I had five hours and it was either sit in a Starbucks or go to the cinema again. And I was like, all right, I might as well go see um, Morbius. And um, it was... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wasn't planned. That wasn't a bit. I actually didn't need to cut. Uh, I mean, I, I really liked it up to a point. Right. And then I immediately started hating it to Hello? the point where I'm like, this is, this is, no, it's so weird, man. Right. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm actually, I was like, I'm having a good time. This is, you know, this is fine. It, it's fine. It never went above. This is fine. Right. Till it just hit like the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. It was that like catastrophic near the end. And I'm like, why does this movie exist? Who, like, why? I I don't understand. Like, n- okay, right. So I want to yeah for want... for the normies in the audience like me. What is this movie actually about? Because I'm only vaguely aware of Morbius from the comics, and even then, it's more of like a visual, like he looks cool type thing. What's, it... what's the deal with this film? So Morbius is, is funny because he wasn't really a, a big part of my fandom of spider-man period with the exception even in the comics because comics aren't very good he just looks cool mm. as you said correctly because yeah that's his whole thing he looks really cool but he's mm. actually not very interesting um spider-man the animated series is where is is the only one that actually did morbius any kind of favors mm. um so i, I remember really... the spider-man 3 game the Tobey Maguire one doing morbius quite well there too oh really yeah yeah surprisingly oh the plot of i mean i'm actually a defender of spider-man 3 but the Spider-Man 3 game's plot is actually pretty good, and Morbius and a lizard are both a part of it. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I don't know if you remember the animated series, but Morbius mm. and Blade were actually in that show. Actually, pretty much everybody was in uh, Spider-Man the animated series, which was, like, the coolest thing ever as a kid. Mm. Um, I think the reason why I, I like Marvel nowadays is because of that show. 
Um, and I still so, think it's really good. Actually, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because that was the first kind of shared universe thing across different cartoons, wasn't it? Because X Men, yeah. Iron Man, and stuff, right? Weren't there? X Men, Iron Man. They had a, an Avengers, the Hulk. Mm. Um, I mean, but I always really liked the Spider Man. And uh, uh, yeah, well, Spider Man is like your home base for Marvel. You know, for as, sure. as, in a universe where, like, you know, the rights aren't divided across different studios, as is the MCU way. But yeah, I can see mm. why. Your character turns up in Spider-Man, that people like them, maybe they get a spin-off show, that kind of thing, you know. And that's kind of what happened. And a couple of years ago, actually, I I didn't even because again, before the internet, you just watch, and again, the way we got it over here in Ireland was like whatever was on RTE, that's kind of what you watched. Mm. So I mean, we we got the X-Men, we got um we got Spider-Man, but we and we got the Hulk. I remember seeing a couple of episodes of the Hulk, but I didn't like I didn't see the full show, obviously, and apparently that, well, not apparently, it is uh, known as the best one um, from a story standpoint. But in Islands of Adventure in America, um, the show, when that actually came back into, like, that whole animated thing came into relevance, that's what they actually used. They All that island in Islands of Adventure is all based on that universe. So for me, I was like, oh, man, this is, like, the greatest thing ever. And it was. Anyway, so going all the way back, yeah, all the way back, uh, back walking tangent back, uh, Morbius was a big part of that show, and his whole thing was plasma and all that kind of stuff. He was very, um, very Dracula esque, you know, going, oh, I am a vampire, uh, uh, you know. If kind of if I if I vaguely recall correctly, isn't his thing similar to Blizzard, where he's a vampire but he hates being a vampire and kind of wants to resist it, that kind of thing, or am I completely yeah. on the wrong tracks? You're you're not wrong, but you're not 100 percent right. So right. in the show, he's a doctor. It's pretty much like the movie. So in the so his his overall arc is he has this disease and it's going to kill him, right? It's like a blood in the movie it's a blood disease. It, it's usually a blood thing, right? And then he becomes a doctor, uh, a hematologist, um world renowned PhD, noble scientist, you know, winner, all that kind of stuff. And um he heals himself, but by healing himself, he also turns himself into a vampire. So, I mean, he's not dead, mm. but he has to feed on blood. So he's and, not like a vampire in the normal blade, the vampire hunter type sense. Yeah, I mean, he's he's can go out, he can go out in the day and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, like he, for want of, he is a vampire, basically. He needs to feed, mm. feed on blood. In the animated series, it was plasma because they couldn't mention blood because, you know, kids. Right. Um, but same kind of thing. In the movie, it's interesting. So in order to get it, the, the movie was supposed to be a we will actually do an animated series review at one point because that I just want to watch all of those and I want Well, I I'm gonna have to go see them all first. I missed them growing up. Yeah, no, don't worry. We'll we'll uh we'll hook those up. There's a there's a bay known as, there's a bay occupied by pirates where um you know theoretically for educational purposes you can sail. There's also uh, a bay known as Disney Plus. Oh, this is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> They're all on Disney Plus. Yeah, do that instead. Forget what I said. Um, I mean, if you're enthusiastic, by all means. But... I mean, I totally forgot here on Disney Plus. <laughs> there you go. This is better. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this is how you defeat piracy. Provide it easier than, than doing the thing, and it's fine. So that means I can just watch it on Disney Plus. Brilliant. That's even better again. Obviously, uh, the show does not condone anything like that, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean... You know, there was no Disney Plus for a very long time, and these shows were very hard to find, so it is what it is. Um, I'm interested to see how you're just doggedly avoiding talking about this Morbius film. I'm it's not, really I'm just trying to mis- talk about stuff that's better. Than- <laughs> <laughs> Everything I mentioned is better than it. Okay, 
Right. Okay, so, so go. It, you have no idea how boring this movie is, man. <laughs> Nothing happens. Okay, right. So I'll try. I'll, I'll go back to right. being a professional. All right. So the show, not the show, sorry, the movie itself. Right? It's, see, it's happening again. Yeah, I know. I just really want to talk about the animated series now. Right. So the, the movie, basically, it, it follows Michael Morbius. And he, again, cures himself. It starts off where he's in an orphanage. He's an orphan for some reason, which mm. is a weird thing. He has a, is a friend, friend orphan, um, whose name, I can't remember his name. I think it's Oswald or whatever. I was going to call him friend orphan. Uh, I All the reviews name. I've read have just called him friend orphan. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember his name. It's something like Oswald or something like that. But friend orphan is, is the name I'm going to use. Yeah. Um, so him and friend orphan are in the orphanage, and there, there's literally like a line of dialogue where it's like, "Oh, you know, we're the, we're the one of a kind. It's, we're the Spartans," and it's like uh, the few against the many. And in my head, as a classist, I'm like, "Bro, you guys would be left on exposure and killed as babies. <laughs> Probably shouldn't look up to the Spartans. Not a not 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 a good society to look up to. Just saying." Um, and the weird part of it is they use that as their their big bonding point. Like that comes up over and over again. Where these... Sorry, I'm just going to pause you there. The best friend's name is Milo. Milo. I'm going to go with Friend Orphan. Friend Orphan uh, seems a bit more catchier, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Milo, oh, I never would have went back to Milo, honestly. Um, anyway, so yeah, so this kind of bonds them together. And then there's a huge jump, like a, what, 20 year jump. Mm. Um where you know Michael Morbius is, you know, obviously he's uh, getting his PhD for inventing fake blood, and uh, friend orphan is a millionaire for some reason, and and that's kind of where you're dropped into it. And then you know uh, Morbius discovers a cure because he only has a couple of days left to live, and he's like, oh, we really need to get this cure. They go out into the middle of the ocean, out past international waters, and friend orphan is like, I'll fund it. Don't worry, just you know, get the cure. Gets the cure, cures his blood disease, but um, ends up killing all these mercs, and um, like literally, like pulls the throat out and feeds blood, and it's all violent. But here's the thing: it's not violent because all the violence happens off screen, and you hear it all, except for one point when he violently rips someone's throat out, but there's no blood, so it's not violent. So I mean, well, I think what was supposed to happen was they were supposed to CGI in the blood, right. and they just didn't. So it's just kind of weird. So plasma just pops out instead. No, nothing. Pl- no, he just falls on the ground go- and you just hear the gurgling of blood right. and you're like, what happened? Which means this movie, well, no, I know what happened. This movie was supposed to be rated R or mm. 18s, but they know it's PG. So I think they just hit the lead on all those keys. and It's less work for them. It's, I mean, it's less audiences, but it's also less <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's it's just very off-putting because you're like, he's doing all this violence and there's, mm. and move, like the core premise is he's sucking their, or he's, you know, having their blood and there's no mm. blood in the movie. Yeah. Like I mean, there are ways to do a 12s vampire movie, but if you're doing a gory vampire movie, you can't do it as a 12s movie. Like, I mean, the way to do a vampire movie rated 12s is to not. That would have been ideal. I mean, they did try. This was postponed like seven times, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it's a movie that was uh, that's been coming out for years, and yeah. it's just 
it, it's just terrible. Like, I, I mean, mean, movies have been made since this started getting pushed back that have come out. Like, you know, yeah, look, I, I just don't know what they were trying to do. Like, there are like, again. OK, so to continue the plot. So basically, right. friend orphan then takes the cure and uh, goes kind of mad. Kills this is a, the Matt Smith character, by the way. This is the is Matt this? Smith character. Right, yeah. OK. Kills a heap of people. And um, then they fight. And that's it. Wow, that's a strong opening to a film, but is that it? No, that's the movie. Oh, okay. It's the entire movie. Well, what, what happens in it, though? Does he fight crime? Does he, like... No, like, he fights you know? Friend Orphan. Yeah, okay, but, like... And Friend Orphan goes I, around I'm trying and kills to stru- those people. I'm, I'm trying to structure this. I'm assuming he okay. becomes the vampire, like, 40 minutes in or something, yeah? Yeah, give or take, yeah. Then, then what happens between him and fighting Friend Orphan? Uh, he learns how to use his powers. Right, okay. I mean, here's the thing, right? So he's not Spider-Man, right? But they, they, they give him the same training montage as Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man's powers aren't a curse, right? Mm. And the, the, the emotional baggage of this... Emotional baggage, sorry. <laughs> to, um, yeah, that is... Um, it, it, he sees it as a curse, you know, uh, he doesn't want to kill and blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, he's like, oh, I'm so strong. Look at all the stuff I can do. And you're like, wait, which is it? Which yeah, are it? you having fun or not? Yeah, like, are, you, you, are you Batman or are you Spider-Man? Yeah, you, you, you can't do both. And this movie really, really leans into the positive side of it when there isn't any. Um, uh, Matt Smith now, I have to say, is a, is a gem in this. It, it's great to see him in a movie that wasn't cut or for two minutes. But he's, I mean, he's just Doctor Who. He's just the Ninth Doctor. He's just the Ninth Doctor. That's all he is. Was I right? No, 10. 11. Sorry. He's just the 11th Doctor. Sorry, you should have corrected me there, Ken. I was like waiting for the correction. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just one of those movies where you're sitting there going, right, well, what's the point here? You know, Matt Smith is, he's doing everything that you'd expect. He's been as Matt Smith as he can possibly be. Um, without, well, no, actually, I think the line is crossed, to be fair. I mean, if you're a Doctor Who fan, um, you really appreciate the, the Matt Smithness. Uh, again, Matt Smith is my doctor, so I think he's great, uh, in that role, but there's nothing to differentiate him between, you know, to stand out on this. I mean, like, if he, if I wasn't a Doctor Who fan, I, or I wouldn't say I'm a fan, if I wasn't a Doctor Who, are familiar with Doctor Who, I wouldn't have been at all familiar with it. You know, I wouldn't have um I wouldn't have even tried to enjoy this. But well yes, I suppose because that's sorry, my daughter's in the room there no, it's fine. the microphone. It, it's uh fine. it's that's been the thing. I, I do miss like I like you, I agree. It's nice to have a finished film with Matt Smith and it come out that isn't last night in Soho. Um it's yeah, I, I I was wondering, is Matt Smith being good in this worth the 9% on IMDb slog? I suppose <laughs> what it would come down to. No, I mean, I, it's not... A, here's the thing, right? If this had a come out in 2005, and it really does feel like that. I'm getting really... Ghost Rider vibes off it, yeah. No, Ghost Rider's wonderful, though. Ghost Rider's <laughs> mad as all. It's hell. a very specific type of movie, though, you know? Yeah, no. It, it, well, Nick Cage, you're always going to, you know, once Nick Cage has a freak out, you're going to have a good time. Oh, look, I have I have two copies of it on DVD. I'm not shaming <laughs> Ghost Rider. I am shaming me. 
But I'm not shaming Ghost Rider. No, I mean... I'm just saying it's like, like you say, a mid-2000s, very standard Spider-Man-y, first half learning to use the powers, second half angst. I actually have, I'm actually looking up... fight, you know. I'm I'm looking at my, I'm looking up at my DVDs now and I actually have Ghost Rider front and center. That's really amazing. Um, No, I mean, it's not as... It's not, yeah. It's it's look. It's not as good or as bad as any of them because it's unfair to say that. It's a slight against them. It's not as bad as Catwoman. It's not as good as Ghost Rider or Daredevil. It it's just, it's just kind of there, mm. and it doesn't need to be. It's like all the movies that came out before um, the Dark Knight changed everything. Right, you know, right. Like the Dark Knight actually, or or Dark Knight and Iron Man, they came out in the same year and changed everything. Right. It's not those. Yeah, it's it's a actually full step back. It's like a throwback movie. Um, okay, because like I mean, I'm sorry to cut across you, but like no, I'm looking but... at the reviews there. Sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, one percent, or to one star, The Observer. Like you know, these are colossally bad reviews, and I kind of have to wonder what could be so wrong with this. You know. Well, it what's doesn't wrong? sound like there's. It sounds boring, but not like no. What's the wrong worst with it? Thing ever, what's you know? wrong with it is it's a it's a fifteen year step back. Okay, it's it's as simple as that, is it? Yeah, basically. I mean, there's nothing to hold. Like the movie isn't bad. The writing it's just really, 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 really boring. Right. And I mean, for like for the first half, of it, I was like, okay, this is actually fine. Like the best, it's fine, and then it just careens to the floor. Because there's nothing to hold on to. You're like, there's nothing here. Like, this movie is completely pointless. It's not necessary. You don't. You could You could actually scale this whole movie back into a Disney Plus special. You could pair this back into an online trailer. <laughs> and it, here's, where, here's where it really kind of... Here's the, the proper, like, cheap criticisms of Sony. And this is at Sony. I'm sorry. They, they do this, and it's really annoying that they do this. Mm. They lie in trailers. They outright lie in trailers. So, and I mean, did, look, Marvel do too, but they do it for a fun reason. They're kind of like, oh, we got you. No, Sony just lie. Yeah, it's. I've noticed it's in the difference because like the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer gives away like the entire plot. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, but, um, or like, you know, it's kind of Venom will give away the big surprises in the movie. Like, so... This is so what, much what, what is it about the the so I better call it the Jared Leto film? What is it about <laughs> Morbius's trailer that lies? Um, well, he walks past Spider Man, the the graffiti that never happens. Right. They never they, they don't acknowledge Spider Man in the runtime of the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Daily Bugle obviously is referenced and Venom is referenced. Um, oh, was that was that in reference? I'm surprised at that. Yeah, but. The big ally is Michael Keaton in the movie. Michael Keaton is, isn't in the runtime of the movie either. Oh, he doesn't play. He doesn't play a big part in the movie at all. He is in two Spider Man and Michael Keaton uh, Spider Man reference. So I say mm. is in the two post credit sequences. Right. So the post credit sequence is he's he's blipped. No, he's not blipped. He um. So obviously because he knows Peter Parker's, it, it's very convoluted how to do it. Because he knows who Peter Parker is. By the way, is this a big spoiler this thing? Is a, yeah, this, this is a huge spoiler, by the way. I mean, I hate to ruin Morbius for someone, yeah, but just, just might as well be polite. No, hold on. I hate to ruin the, the post credit sequence to Morbius for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're going to see Sonic 2, just maybe stick your head into the last 10 <laughs> last minutes 10 of Morbius, minutes you know. 
So not, not that we not that we endorse that, but I mean, if you're gonna, no, for, you might as well get the best experience, you know, for educational purposes. Obviously, yes, yes, of course. Theoretically, is, is um, it piracy if you've paid to be in the cinema? Anyway, that's a bigger discussion. Sorry, what I I keep interrupting you. What what are what are the two things? So basically, it, it it's a so at the end of uh, No Way Home, mm. Doctor Strange does the spell basically to make everyone forget that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Or who Peter Parker is, right? Mm. Somehow that sends Michael Keaton to the Venom verse. They don't explain it. There's no real reason that he ends up in jail. So he's he's technically in the same jail he's in in the MCU. But obviously that jail is not the same jail because it's not the same universe. And I I I'm not joking. They're like Man has been found in jail. They do they cut the hard cut to a news report where it's like man has been found in jail, claimed from a different universe. He has been immediately released, and you're like, What? Um okay. I, I hold on to him first. Oh, no, no, it gets better. Okay. And then immediately he suits up wearing the same vulture gear, right? To meet Morbius. Now, here's the question I have: that gear was made with tech from the Jutani army. And the yeah. attack of New York and the Avengers, which obviously didn't happen in this universe. Where does he get the suit? Yeah, I'm assuming they didn't let him keep it in a cell. No, I mean, it's a different universe. You can't bring it with you. Yeah, it's so okay. I know. So crazy. Doesn't make any sense. Okay, because even if you do that, Spider Man is still in the MCU. People have forgotten about him, but he's still there. there. Yeah. I, all right. I mean, Why not? And the thing of it is, it's obviously to set up a sinister, a sinister six movie. But yeah. like Adrian Toomes isn't a bad dude, right? Morbius, no, 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 no. He's he's roguish, I suppose. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's not like you know on the straight and narrow, but he's not a bad guy, right? No, I mean he does kill like a few people in the Marvel movie, but he's not like a, like he's not like you know. I'm trying to think, Green Goblin. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, without not, the goodness, he's just—he's just kind of running a dodgy family business, you know. Yeah, like I mean, he's—he's he's not the kingpin. He's not, mm. you know, he, he's not Loki, who's now a good guy for some reason. Mm. Um, I mean, like it, it's just—he just, as you said, he's just running a dodgy operation. Um, but like Morbius, yeah, he's kill, he kills a rake of people, but they make it very, very clear that they're bad people, and no one will miss them. Literally, a line from the movie. <laughs> and like, no, literally, they say that they're like, oh, we don't care about. They literally say that that's like the Batman versus Superman. They, no, they landed on an uninhabited island where they are fighting. No, they literally yeah. say, right? <laughs> don't worry, we don't care about the mercenaries. Nobody. You know what? I, if like, I, what you know, this? check who wrote this. <laughs> check back in a few years, but if I'm ever caught like holding a bloody knife, I'd love to just say, "Don't worry, no one will miss them," and see if I can get away with. It. <laughs> They were bad people. Don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> oh my god! So I mean, in this universe, you can get away with murder. Apparently, this is the Sony verse. Maybe it's Sony allowed. Verse. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. But anyway, so there, you're you're walking out going, I feel cheated. Well, I, ha- I have the Cine World card, so I mean, once I go to cinema once a week, it pays for itself. Um, and I'm just like, okay, I feel cheated of my time. I feel confused by what I watched because I don't know how he has that technology still. Um it's a whole mess, man. It's just like 
why did you do this? Like, do you think weird? though, because the elephant in the room is this has been pushed back so many times yeah. that at some point this film was probably meant to hype up No Way Home. This, yeah, definitely that that last scene was a reshoot because it isn't even Michael Keaton. He's wearing, he's not even wearing that. He's wearing the helmet the whole time. Oh, I see. So, so do you, do you think yeah. at some point maybe the actual intent of the scene was for Morbius to get shifted into the Spider into the Marvel universe, and now that they've just missed the boat and they have to do it the other way around or something like that? Maybe. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> The only the only Spider Man that they could really do here, and I to be honest with you, I wouldn't want it. I don't, I think it's kind of a cheat, is if they have Andrew Garfield there, and I don't want Andrew Garfield's third movie to be ruined by this train wreck mm. of uh, in a of of a cinematic universe. Like, look, nobody wants this. Mm. I don't know one person that goes, "Oh, I love Morbius." I mean, <laughs> if you're that person, please let me know because I don't think you exist. Yeah. Um, uh, look, as I said, it would have. It was fine. It was non-offensive. I had five hours to kill. It was that or sit in Starbucks for five hours, and I didn't have my computer. So, if you had, if your so, time had had value, you might be more annoyed by this film. I mean, if I had something to do, if I had to have my computer, I could have played Vampire: The Masquerade, which we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, I could have done anything else, but because it was kind of raining outside and I had nowhere else to be, it was fine. You are the perfect demographic for this film. <laughs> I mean, not when I had something to do, I'm, I wouldn't be. I'd be very annoyed if, if I had to put and pay money for it. But because it was on my City World card, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll go see it again. Sure. Probably will, actually. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cinema is a good place just to hang out sometimes, right? Whatever. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I suppose we can segue from that into because I know you're a big fan of the Blade I like films. Vampires. I like vampires. And all that kind of stuff. Like so since we've got a vampire movie that has completely bombed despite having the Marvel brand behind it, I suppose I'd love to get your insights on like not just Marvel vampires like Blade and that kind of stuff, but also kind of vampires have undergone a weird like kind of evolution in cinema in the past 20 years. And I suppose, like, what do you think is the appeal of vampires, like, cinematically in general? Like, oh, I, do, I just, oh, sorry, there we go. I just love vampires. Mm. I think they're great. I think they're like a really, really cool storytelling dynamic. And look, here's the thing we always have, we've always had vampires. You know, there's vampires in ancient Rome, uh, obviously the Middle Ages, you know, they're called different things, obviously, but they do exist and they're, they're like the same story because we tell the same stories over and over again. You know, we mm. just do. We're humans. We only live for about 80, 90 years max. And then after a couple of generations, we totally forget and go back. It's it's something that I was kind of enamored with a little while ago uh, was that that issue of ancient vampires. So, I mean, obviously it comes from somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a cool idea. It's just like, well, well, it comes from here. Bram Stoker is Irish. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know that. But I mean, that the, the modern telling of vampires. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. You can read texts from ancient Rome where you talk about vampires. Okay. Right. That's two thousand years ago in, in in Italy. Um. But I mean, like, yeah. Obviously, the most famous vampire was written by Bram Stoker in Ireland. Uh, after a bad curry and stout, I believe. <laughs> no, legit. I, I think he had like a bad curry and a bad point, and he, he woke up and wrote it. But obviously, that's based. Did on, he wake like, up in a coffin? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can ask, you can go and ask the Bram Stoker Festival. I think it's on soon. <laughs> um, my, my, I just might actually 
Yeah. Um, shout out to the vampire to the Bram Stoker Festival. Those those folks work hard. It's always mm. a good time. Um, actually, we'll try to get them on this year. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Show planning on the show, folks. That's how you do it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, look. But I mean, in in cinema, in gaming, for a while, I actually tried to like find some good vampire games, and they're very hard to find. They are not easy to find. I even played a terrible one where you're like a neon vampire. And it's real bad for the Xbox 360. I cannot remember the name of it now, but it's atrocious. And the best vampire experience that I've ever... Act- oh, Blood Rain's quite good. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, but the best vampire game that you can ever play, and we will get to play in a second, but the best vampire game you could ever play. One of the best games you can ever play, period, is Vampire the Mas- Masquerade Bloodlines. It is amazing. It is, it is an RPG based on the, the tabletop game. So I know Kev and Bryn are, are, are freaking out somewhere. Uh, um, <laughs> You know, I think it's great. I, I have the book, but the game itself is brilliant. It was developed on the Source engine, which is Half-Life 2. Um, it's still there. You can get it on GOG. It's actually on sale now at the moment for like five bucks. Buy it. Buy it for everyone, you know. Uh, you know, whenever I fix computers, I like install two games on it. Deus Ex and... Um, yes, Half-Life. you did mention this a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, all the time. Because I'm like, you need to play those games. They're great. And the thing about Vampire Masquerade is you can play as different vampires. You know, different types. You can play as like the aristocrat. You can play as uh, Gangrel, which is kind of more bestial. You can play as like a, a, um, a Nosferatu, like the Nosferatu movie. But basically, that's a stealth build because, you know, you're so hideous. So you mm-hmm. have to like learn hacking and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, they're the builds, but then you can, you know, put stats into whatever. So it is like a proper RPG. And the fans actually fixed it because when it was released, it was a horrible mess. So never buy it on Steam because they haven't fixed it. You, GOG comes with the patch. Um, so, I mean, if you're willing to patch a game, buy it on Steam. But if you want it straight out where you can play it, just GOG. Um, and it's just, it's one of the best games you can ever play, period. But from a vampire experience, you can experience everything. You can experience the hunger, you can experience hunting, you can experience the more um, adult teams, shall we say, of the vampire lore. Um, Because there's obviously a lot of very, um, I know we're we're conscious at the time we're on it, but there's very erotic um, overtones to vampires. Well, I mean, you kind of mentioned vampires. It's now kind of people kind of assume, you know. But it always has been. That's the thing. Or at least since uh, Bram Stoker. I mean, there there is that kind of element to it. And then you can even go further, going kind of back to Blade, to like the industrial metal subculture that was in Blade you know with the raves as well that's a thing you can do in Vampire the Masquerade I mean anything you want to do you can do in that game it's unbelievable and I would say everyone listening to this now if you haven't played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines do you will have a great time yeah cancel cancel your ticket to Morbius just go for this first no, don't no go seriously. Like, like you have nothing to do this weekend. Um, which I'd be shocked if you did because like you're listening to this show. Come on, we're all <laughs> but also there's like Siege of Limerick and stuff on this year, so people uh, so people are probably busy. But I mean, you know, I would recommend if uh, you know any game that's out at the moment now, bin it. <laughs> just play Vampire the Masquerade. You'll have the best time. It's it's or even just watch someone play or watch videos on it, and it's it's one of the best games ever. But specifically, if you're a fan of vampires or that whole thing, you will really appreciate it. The lore is so deep. The character builds are great. The combat is terrible, legitimately. <laughs> like ranged combat is awful. But you're, you're a vampire. You don't need to use a gun, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, that defeats the purpose of being a vampire. 
but it's super fun and um, you have a great time. Again, it's dirt cheap, uh, totally worth it. And um, that's kind of where, where I want to hit first because that came out around 2005, 2004, 2005. Um, and it was just after Vampires had had that resurgence in media, right? Where we went away from, you know, before Vampires got cool, uh, it was kind of just Nosferatu, right? And, you know, Salem's Lot or whatever. Then it kind of, progressed into the dingy underground industrial vampires right which reaches senate in blade that's how blade opens blade two yeah well actually right? I'm, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because like certainly i've kind of grown up with the resurgence of vampires like interview with a vampire was kind of mid 90s yeah uh, then blade is late 90s uh, for irish listeners the darren shan vampire series that started around the same time as Harry Potter. That was great. That ran for 10 years. Like, it's just, it felt like, I mean, Vampire, as you kind of hit on there, is kind of a perfect teenage thing anyway. Mm. Uh, because it's like you say, like, it's kind of, it's about transformation. There's kind of a grown up, for lack of more five o'clock word, quality yeah. to it. Yeah. There is, yeah. Like, grown up, it's, grown up. it's cool and it's got all that kind of stuff. And that's why it translates. Like, I can see why people like Twilight as teenagers, like, you know, because yeah. it's got all those elements. Like, it's weird that vampires can work in Blade, like, for, for one way, or, like, in Twilight for another, and still not have to change anything about it, really. Well, like, they, they do kind of. I mean, like, there's... I mean, that's another thing as well that is in Capture the Vampire the Masquerade, right? You don't have to kill anybody. You can just hang out and talk to people and, you know... Play, do a Twilight playthrough basically if you really want to or you could be a bloodthirsty killer but you will be hunted, <laughs> but, but you'll be hunted by a vampire slayer that sounds like a good time yeah Buffy the same Buffy Angel Buffy yes thank you, you. I forgot about Buffy that Angel. so these, these are all kind of things that play in the modern t- and I, 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 I go on record and say I think vampire the, the vampire is probably the best uh, mythological villain slash creature ever because it's so versatile you can do anything you want with vampires i mean that's a good that's a good point actually because like you think vamp like frankenstein has been around in fiction Hmm. longer than vampires like you know obviously you made a point for being an ancient roman stuff but like frankenstein stories unless you're like kind of doing a genre thing like making the cybermen into into frankenstein or something like that generally frankenstein stories are kind of a one-to-one Whereas vampires, yeah. you can use them in loads of different ways, you know. Well, I mean, because it's, it's very different. I mean, like, the vampires, uh, sorry, the Frankenstein is never really the focus. It's never the interesting part of a Frankenstein. Mm. So, sorry, sorry, let me get the, let me correct myself. Frankenstein's <laughs> monster is never yes. the interesting part of that story. It's mm. always Dr. Frank Frankenstein, the guy who actually made it. Why mm. did he make it? Why did he sin against God to... To, to rebuild this thing, you know? And that's that's the interesting part. That's the interest. If you read the book, I don't know if you've ever read Mary Shelley's Vamp- uh, Frankenstein. No, yeah. I've read Dracula, but I haven't read the Mary Shelley yet. Shelley's pretty good. She's also Irish, which is wild. I don't know. You know I, didn't, what, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, she's she's either Irish of Irish distraction. Uh, distraction. I'm going to look that up. Apparently, it was written during the year that he had no summer, the four years that he had no summer. So it's just darkness all the time. Well, that doesn't sense. surprise me. I mean, yeah, so it's it's either, you know, anyway. So Mary Shelley, you know, the book is quite good. But I mean, what makes that interesting is the the case study of what compels someone to do this. 
And I that is kind of in Morbius as well, but they don't lean into it. I think well, that's better... yeah, because like Morbius, you're like you're right. You've got the Frankenstein scientists shouldn't meddle where they don't belong thing, and you have a vampire, and it's Sony, and mm. it's aimed at preteens. This should be like a slam dunk, considering yeah. everything we've talked about. You know, I mean, absolutely should have been. It's just there was nothing to hold on to. I mean, like with Morbius, I mean they made up uh, friend orphan, you know, for this. He didn't exist before. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I mean, like they, they made him up. He wasn't there, so they could have made this fit. But I mean, I think they specifically wanted the hero's journey in a movie that isn't earned. Mm. You know, if they were going to do this, what they should have done, really, they should have said, "Look, can we just do a Blade movie and have Morbius appear in Blade? Mm. Much cooler, much easier sell. I mean, they can team up, they can do stuff, you know." But no, Sony wants to have this overarching universe that nobody's going to watch. Because well, they want they want to because they can't have Spider Man in the truest sense. They want a sort of alternative Avengers as well as the Sinister Six. You've got Venom, and they turn Venom into a hero. You know, I mean, so no, just, we'll get a Black Cat movie next, probably Silver I, Sable. I, Any anyone from Spider Man's f- best friends gallery, you know, we'll probably all get a these, franchise. All all these movies are. Are things that I watch when I have five hours free and I'm in the cinema. That's all those movies are. Like they're not good. I wouldn't give up time to you know do anything else to see any of those movies. I mean, look again. I know we we'll go back to Vampire thing around, but as far, if they wanted to do it, just make alternative Spider-Man movies. Mm. I mean, make Spider-Man 2099. Make Spider Armored Spider-Man. You know, literally, if you're going to do that. You own Spider Man. Use all the Spider Man. You know, it's like what I don't understand going halfway. We probably will get that now. In fairness, I mean, look now, now that No Way Home has like blown the lid on that. Yeah, but I mean, that's what they should have done from the get go. Mm. I mean, like I don't know how they didn't think. You know what? We can just milk the Spider Man thing if we just use a turn of Spider Man. Mm. And they just didn't think that. Instead, they're like, "No, we we'll make Morbius." But no, we like, "No, we're gonna make Morbius." It's like, okay. All right. It's such a weird... I don't know how these people in Hollywood think, but mm. it's so weird that, like, it's still locked 15 years ago for Sony, you know? Where they're like... It's, oh, it's, it's yeah, locked. well, it's I so suppose... Because DC tried the Marvel... I know we were to talk about vampires, but DC we'll tried the Marvel thing and it blew up in their face and they were better off just kind of doing their own thing and they, they've become a lot more successful with the DC properties yeah. since they abandoned more or less that model. I mean, so I, like Sony are kind of halfway doing both where they're just like throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks and just doing enough to have a shared universe if they want, but also they can backtrack if it doesn't work out. It's very, it's very much just like kind of, is this what you want? Shrug. Kind of thing. Even Venom was deeply flawed. It just so happened that lots of people liked it. You know, I love the first Venom. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, I love it too, yeah. but it's very flawed. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a, a movie that the flaws has make it fun. Time. Yeah, like okay, look, and we will go back to the vampire thing in a minute. The, 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 <laughs> Even Venom is kind of a vampire story. If you very think much about so, it. very much so. Yeah. Um, but listen, you know, Morbius. Again, the best thing they could have done is, I would have just held this off again. <laughs> and you know I would have and then I would have said listen Andrew here here's like a million dollars 
go up there and do the Spider-Man thing for a little bit, right? Mm. And then just have it begin where he's built back, right? right. And he's the main character. He's not even Spider-Man. He can just walk around, right? And mm. just tell the story from his point of view. Because then you have a main character. And then you right. can cut back and forward where he's like, oh, well, this is weird. There's this lad here <laughs> and this lad here. And I mean, because then at least you're like, you, there's some connection to something. This mm. movie just begins and it just ends. And there's no connection to anything. And you're like, okay, friend orphan dead. No, friend orphan may be dead. We don't know if he's dead or not because he didn't confirm it. Um. Oh my god, I'm so excited to see this now. I know that's not the intention you're getting across. Don't be. It's, you will not like it. <laughs> well, no, you might like it because again, the Matt Smith stuff is like everyone enjoys seeing Matt Smith. But I'm just like, just go back to me, Doctor Who, man. Come on, look, no one's going to, no one's going. Yeah, to 60th anniversaries next year. You know, just you never Do- know. Just be Doctor Who, like you know. I mean, why not? Just pretend like the other ones didn't happen, and it's fine. Ah, uh, no, that's an argument for another day. It is. Uh, anyway, but um, but okay, because actually, um, since we're kind of you know back to talking about Morbius, like kind of, it's funny to think that Blade is like the comic book movie that started all this, like yeah. you know, and that was a van that made vampires cool, or at least it's one of the big movements in it. And now Morbius is the one that has definitively killed that model of superhero movie making. Like, what worked about Blade in the first place? It, like, as a series, so now we talked about Blade 1 specifically a few weeks ago. What yeah, worked about yeah. those three films? I mean, I, I, again, I saw Blade just, like, Saturday before Halloween. Like, the Saturday, Halloween Saturday um, in Sydney World. They had, like, a special 15mm screening, and it was, mm. it was amazing. It really was. That movie is so, so good. It's so good. The movie is just, it's one of those movies where you're like, you forget how good it is and you forget how groundbreaking it is and why it's so good. Uh, basically, well, you know, let's compare it. It has a beginning, a middle and an end. It has a compelling character. It has really cool set pieces. It has a deep lore. It's written really well. It's fun. You know, I mean, like, also Blade is really cool. Wesley Snipes is a really cool guy. Um, it, it's just a great movie. I mean, you can tell there's passion in it. With, with Morbius, it exists. <laughs> it exists for no reason. It wasn't trying to tell a story. It wasn't trying to set up. I mean, sorry, it is trying to set up loads of things. But because there's no root, there's no anchor. It. What are you hanging on to? Like, what is the end goal here? Money. Great. Okay, cool. We all like money. But I mean. Bro, you have to earn that. <laughs> no one's going to show up and give you money because I has Spider-Man on it. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, it's crazy. It doesn't work anymore. We now know what this works, you know, and for some yeah. reason, Sony are like, oh, the, the Spider-Man. Yeah, the, the, they'll, the Spider-Man film. Yeah, they'll, they'll buy that. It's like, <laughs> no, we won't. We didn't. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, that's, that's basically the main reason. Like, Blade is like the obverse of doing a movie that is kind of darker. And also Blades 18s. It's extremely violent. Well, yes, that is kind of the main thing because like, and it's violent, yeah. very much wears that on it's because like it opens with, the first one opens with that big blood rave. The oh, second the one has yeah. like, you know, Guillermo del Toro all over the place. And like, you know, it's that, I think the first, the second one starts in like a blood bank in Eastern Europe. Yeah, and it's awesome. just like, it's, it's the Blade movies, they tow that line where, they're very proud of the fact they're kind of gr- gruesome, dark films, but they don't have that 2000s overly edginess to it. 
where yeah, it just I mean, feels I... like a 10 year old trying to be cool wrote it do you know what I mean it walks the line so clearly do you know what I mean it's funny because uh, Goyer wrote both of them one and two well, and Goyer he, wrote, he wrote three as well he directed three didn't he Oh, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Goyer has written some of my favorite movies and some of my most hated movies. Ah, I see. And I think as a writer, he's really good, obviously. But as a director, he's, oh, and if he's not, if he's not filtered through something well. Well, look, from what I've heard of the shooting of Blade (laughs) Trinity, go listen to Patton Oswalt talking about it. It's a treat. I don't think Spielberg (laughs) could have made Blade Trinity work under the conditions that they were working in. I but, mean, I, uh, I I like look. I like Blade Trinity. I mean, it's just it's it doesn't feel like a, a Blade movie. You know, it feels like kind of an add on. Like Blade Two is arguably better than Blade One. I don't think it is, but I can uh, if you say I, I'm in is, Blade Two's camp personally. Yeah. but I can understand. I can understand, but I can both. Yeah, way, no, yeah. I, I was gonna say like if you do, I totally get why. I mm. mean, like it's visually a treat. Mm. Um, it it has some really cool stuff in it. The game is unreal too. Um, so I mean, like those two movies are so strong and they're like the best way to they're actually the only movies outside of marvel that have done a marvel movie as well as spider-man right, right. so spider-man one and two obviously you know landmarks right x-men x2 okay but blade one and two they were really trailblazing they were like we are just going to do this and um, we're going to do a full tilt well what and, do you think about the vampire sorry to cut across you there but why do you think? Because they definitely modernize the vampires, turning yeah. them into like because in Blade Clubbers. One you have the like you have the nightclub vampires, and then you have the old kind of Nosferatu looking vampires. In Blade Two, mm. you have the kind of the cool vampires, and they are at war with the sort of hybrid ones who look very, very gothic and classic. What do you think it is about Blade's vampires that work and still resonate? Do you know what I mean? They're people. Okay. I mean, like, at the end of the day, vampires are still people, mm. right? And, th- like, okay, Deacon Frost, he is a little so-and-so, right? Mm. A human turned into a vampire that is um, self-conscious that he's a vamp- he's, he's not a, a pure-blood vampire, right? Mm. It's brought up, it's a huge plot point in the movie where he wasn't born a vampire, he was made a vampire. Yeah. So you're either born a vampire or you're turned, it's called the embrace, and then you become a vampire, right? Mm. So that's his whole arc, and everything he does is in service of that. So yeah, and real- there's a and there's a meta aspect yeah. to it as well, because the pure blood vampires are like those out of style vampires that we don't yeah. see anymore. Yeah. And the ones that were bitten are like the new hotness wearing designer clothes. Like it's it's a statement of intent from the film about what they're making vampires into in cinema. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's actually a, a really good point, Kane. Um, oh, one that I didn't actually think about, but I mean, like, it's, it is a true statement. I mean, like, you know, the old stuffy vampires, they're the ones that are like, oh, you know, you need to do this. They all have like Eastern European accents. like or, you know, or, or, or English accents for some reason. Or, or super posh, but either way, <laughs> they're touching the Dracula ends yeah. of the sphere, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's a really cool dynamic that they had. And it's even the same in Vampire the Masquerade as well. Like you can be a club or vampire or you can be an old school aristocrat, you know. And it is that kind of, but even still, they're even people. They're not cartoons. Mm. You know, I mean, you can't like it's like anything. I mean, a movie, a bit of text, a play, uh, whatever. It has to have characters. If mm. your characters are garbage, it doesn't matter what it is. And with Morbius to take it back, 
no one is a character. Okay. No, one, no one's a character. Everyone is just there. I mean, dude, policemen literally say, we don't care that you killed these six people. That's not what police do. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing. Like, like at least I'm only going by the trailers now, and I don't want to be too harsh on a film that you have been very honest about, but I haven't seen. But it right. seems from the trailers like they are doing their best to make Morbius not into a vampire and instead into a superhero. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they do they do lean into that as well. I think that really hurts it. I mean, the movie would have been better as a hard or movie where or is the rating in the in the US for people mm-hmm. who are on the similar to our 18s rating. Um, I mean, where he does brutally kill and then it's him coming to terms with it, you know, going like, right, this is what I am. And then seeing what it can be like when friend orphan does that and how he completely unhinged and unchained he is. I think that's a really cool dynamic, but because it has no teeth, excuse the pun in this movie, it's like, this is stupid. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you're not seeing the stakes, you know? Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Friend orphan kills a nurse who apparently is a single mother and lovely. We see her die, but we don't really, we see her like running. And heels down the road, down the down the hospital. It's like awesome. Okay. So if we aren't shocked, there's nothing to kind of cling on to, like emotionally but, or stakes wise. Like, look, the thing about visual storytelling is you show, you don't tell. That's mm. that's the rule of filmmaking, right? Mm. It's like you show, you don't tell. And this by writing that line of trying to get the the safe writing, mm. you remove your like. <laughs> If you're making Captain America, yeah, look, it doesn't. You don't need to have graphic violence, you know. Mm. Even though, ironically, it's during World War Two, one of the most violent times in human history. Ah, yeah, but there's a proud history of like PG World War Two films. That's but, fine. Yeah, like, no, but you know what I mean. Like you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain Marvel properties where, yeah, you can absolutely do that. You know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, even though it's not uh, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, blah 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 blah. Right. With this, you really can't. He's a vampire that kills people mm. and drinks blood. His nemeses are always going to be things that aren't great. You know, they're, they're going to they be. They have to be worse than him. Exactly, you know? exactly. And that's what happens here. So by robbing it of its hard or rating, you remove reality. And I mean, I don't mean that in a this movie needs to be real because yeah, vampire, yeah, yeah. You know, superhero vampires aren't real, but I mean, they're still have to be real people. And it just doesn't make any sense. I think, the, the, again, the biggest jar in his where he's like, oh, I need to cure myself of this and it's horrible. And then he's there like jumping around Woo! doing his powers. Yeah. And you're like, all right, here, listen, which is it? Like, you know, it's <laughs> Funny like enough, a- didn't the Andrew Garfield thing films have that problem, too, where, you know, he'd be swinging around the city being Spider-Man shouting, taking pictures on his phone. And then there'd be like cut to scenes of Andrew Garfield crying. Like, I mean, you know. look, I mean, that's OK. You know, you can be upset as well. And they, they do kind of they've kind of fixed that with the new Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, was, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking more to like the sort of I'm trying. I don't want to say schizophrenic because that's a medical condition. But like, you know, the, the bipolar. Sort of, yeah, the bipolar. That, ki- that kind of yeah. nature of filmmaking, yeah. you know, where it's just throw in stuff and trust the edit will fix it, you know. Yeah. And oh, my God, like the editor in this movie, again, for all the reasons I outlined is, you know, like it really is bad. I mean, like when you're when you're doing this, 
I mean, I don't know what possessed them to do a vampire movie. I really don't. I'm like, they drink blood. They're yeah. violent. And then they just leave it out. It's, it's such a weird... Or at least movie. put it out at Halloween, you know. Well, look, again, it probably was out. Again, look, a lot of this was probably the pandemic. It was, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, pushback. Yeah. But look, if this is what Sony's going to do, they should probably restock and go, look, maybe let's just sell to Marvel because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> they genuinely don't. You know, if I was in their shoes, what I would do is I would just scrap this here, go look, Venom and Morbius, do a movie Marvel at some point, we'll take a cut. And then if they really want to hang on, they go, look, we'll just do a turn of universe Spider-Man movies where, you know, you can do the one in the 20s. You can do, you know, one where it's like the amazing Spider-Man from the TV show. You can, you know, there's different ones you can do. But doing this, this is a train wreck. And it's a train wreck for all the reasons. I mean, compare. I love vampires, as I said. It's it, it wasn't good enough. It it was this was like playing the that weird neon vampire game, which I can't remember. Yes, uh, please please comment if you can let us know what it is. I have a discreet Google now. Unfortunately, though, we are just at time. So, are. are there any plugs you want to give uh, before we wrap? Or yeah, um, my band is playing. Well, if you're listening to this, we're playing Fibbers uh, tonight, which is Saturday. <laughs> uh, drop in for free because um, it's a free show. It's Metal to the Masses. And if you want to buy a shirt, please do. Horrenda um, Bandcamp is where you can find us. And uh, we would appreciate it. Also, the All Ireland Metal Project is wrapping up. So allirelandmetal.com. We're giving cha- or trying to raise as much money as we can for women's aid. So please do buy a shirt, T-shirt, whatever, um, CDs. And also, um, if you're at Siege of Limerick, Aborted Earth and Horrenda are doing sets at that. So uh, again, pop by and say hey. Excellent. Well, on that note, we will wrap up our strange vampire journey in the middle of April. Uh, thank <laughs> you, Sony. Uh, thank you, Sony. So until next week, I have been Kian. I've been Dara. And we'll be back here next week. Bye-bye. She says I'm Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.